Hello, this is Andy, and you're listening to Federal Andy. Hi friends, this is Andy. I am trying a different microphone setup with this recording. Believe it or not, the (laughs) higher dollar microphone that I just bought that I've used a couple of times seems to be creating some problems for my telephone. I wanted something simple that could plug directly into my phone or into my laptop so that I could move it around to different locations. And for some reason, the adapter that I have to use to plug it into my phone is getting warm. And the podcast that I recorded yesterday was 28 minutes in duration, 28 minutes plus however many seconds. And in that amount of time, the battery level on my phone went from uh, 97% when I started to 73% in 28 minutes of recording. And that is, obviously that's a problem. And so I'm now having a discussion with the manufacturer about, (laughs) is this normal? They're telling me that the microphone was designed to use very, very little power from the battery, and uh, obviously a 28-minute recording that takes the battery from 97% to 73% is not a small amount of power. So, until I get that resolved, I'm trying something else, and this sounds kind of echoey to me, and I've fooled with the settings a little bit, but I'm not probably where I need to be. At any rate, that's why it may sound a little bit different, and my dilemma, the saga of the defective microphones, or maybe it's the defective operator, (laughs) who knows, continues. So hang in there with me. In this episode, I am going to talk about some of the key cases that are before the Supreme Court right now, and some of them can have some pretty far-reaching and somewhat terrifying outcomes. So if you think uh, the decision on Roe v. Wade was a scary one from the Supreme Court, (laughs) hold on to your whatever, because uh, it looks like we could have some more problems uh, in the months ahead. Episode 170, Republicans, Enough with the Hatred and Corruption. I recorded the introduction that you just heard 
two days ago, and uh, I am sorry I have had a difficult time getting things to work. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with it's both software and hardware, and I've tried to excuse the issues by saying maybe it's user error user error because I'm just not using it properly, but I'm really beginning to think that uh, I just have some equipment that's <laughs> not doing what it's supposed to do. So I'm going to see how this goes, and uh, you'll have to excuse the sound. I know that it's not going to be great. I am not using the microphone that I bought because it is using a lot of power and it's getting warm. It's heating up wires and stuff, which tells me there's probably something wrong with it, although the manufacturer assures me that that's not the problem. So I don't know. Nothing else that I connect to any of these things gets hot or warm when I'm using it. It's just the mic, which kind of like leads me to believe that it's not my equipment. It's a problem with the mic. So anyway, let's uh, try to get this podcast finished. It's probably going to be a short one. I've got two things I want to talk about. Number one is the revelation on Tuesday from Republican Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy, who has revealed that he is going to demand work requirements for all social safety net programs as part of his debt ceiling negotiations with Joe Biden. And I use the term negotiations really loosely because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of negotiating going on here. And I am I'm stunned that the Republicans want people on social security 70 80, 85, 90, 95 years old, if you're on Social Security, you got to get out and work. Work so that you can get your own money back that you paid into the system years ago when you were younger and you did work. It's your money. Now they don't want to give it back to you unless you work for it more. What kind of slave drivers are these Republicans? Yeah, I do believe that if the Republicans could get away with it, they would make us all slaves. Not just black people, but everybody. Unless you're wealthy and white and Christian, they'd make all of us slaves. That's really, I think, what they want. Medicare, Medicaid, SNAP, if you want any of the social safety net programs that you're entitled to, let me remind you that FICA that you've paid into uh, when you were working and you pay into it every time you get paid by your employer, that is social security and Medicare. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for it yourself. Now they want you to work again for the same money. What is wrong with people that vote for Republicans? Study after study after study going back decades has shown that putting work requirements 
on people who are using programs like Medicaid and are not physically able to work. Um, it's not effective putting work requirements. It's not, re it's not effective. How do you expect someone who is not physically capable of working to work? What planet are these Republicans on? The SNAP program used to be called food stamps. It's now called SNAP. Um, a lot of people that are depending on SNAP to help feed their families can't work because they can't afford childcare, or maybe they have elderly parents at home that are bedridden or need to be constantly watched or monitored. How are they supposed to do that? Well, I guess the elderly person would be expected to work somehow from their bed or their wheelchair. Really? What planet are these Republicans from? Please send the mothership back and pick these mothers up. Take them back home. We don't want them. These people are horrible, horrible, horrible excuses for human beings. I'm so angry about this. I just can barely even function, really. I am so tired of the Republicans. They have given tax cut after tax cut after tax cut after tax cut after tax cut going back 40 years. And those tax cuts have favored by far the wealthiest people in the country. And what are the Republicans expecting the wealthy people to give back? What kind of sacrifice are they expected to make? I mean, after all, it's fair, right? The Republicans are the ones that reaped the benefits of most of these uh, tax cuts. They've been enjoying them for an awful long time. So what are the Republicans expecting the millionaires to sacrifice in order to take care of this uh, debt ceiling? Nothing. Nothing. They're going after the working man and woman in this country. The poor, the lower middle class, middle class, working class, that's who they want. The veterans, the millionaires, hands off them. My gosh, they pay 3.4% of their income in taxes. That ought to be enough, right? Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I know anybody that pays that little. If they do, they don't admit it. Most Americans pay a lot more than that. So why are the millionaires solely allowed to pay such a low rate when everybody else has to pick up the tab? And the fact of the matter is, many Americans who are depending on the social safety net programs to survive already work. How about you guys raise the minimum wage, huh? Hasn't been raised since what, 2009 or something like that? Costs have gone up. No, they don't want to do that. 
these the, these the Republicans are barbaric. They're mean. They have evil souls. They're heartless. And their actions prove it. Now, these facts that I just gave you are indeed facts. They are they're there are multiple studies. You can go online and you can do a little bit of research and you will see that there have been lots of studies done on work requirements for people who are depending on the safety net for survival. And they these work requirements are not effective. They don't cut down on abuse or fraud or anything. All they do is hurt people who aren't working because they can't work. Of course, the Republicans don't agree with that. Speaker McCarthy, completely lacking evidence. What is it with the Republicans with not having evidence? You know, they just never seem to have the evidence. Their witnesses disappear. Uh, we keep hearing uh, that <laughs> we've got Republicans who are corrupt. Lying, cheating, stealing. And they don't want to investigate their own, do they? We're going to talk about that in a minute. So Speaker McCarthy has no evidence to back up anything he says, but he disagrees with uh, the work requirement thing. Speaker McCarthy said, quote, what work requirements actually do is help people get a job. Every data point shows that, and it helps people move forward. End quote. That is a lie. A lie, a lie, a lie. I'm not going to say it's false. I'm not going to say it's a misstatement. It is a lie. Speaker McCarthy is a liar. Work requirements do not help people get jobs. It simply threatens them with even worse living conditions than they're already than they're already experiencing emotional trauma more hunger <laughs> more illness more sickness because they don't have access to the things that they need and then mccarthy says again a lie quote the public wants it both parties want it the idea that they want to put us into a default because they will not work with on that is ludicrous to me, end quote. And that is what he said. Um, he, mis he misspoke or got his words messed up on that. And I'm not going to trash him for that because I do it all the time. But maybe if he told the truth, uh, it would make more sense. I don't know. Uh, but the, the bottom line is the public doesn't want it, and both parties do not want it. And uh, the idea that they want to put us into a default because they will not work with us on that is ludicrous to me, actually applies to Republicans, because the Democrats can say the idea that they want to put us into a default because they will not agree to make the millionaires relinquish some of these tax cuts that they've had over the last 40 years and pay their fair share in taxes. 
That's what's ludicrous. The Republicans have cut taxes for 40 years, mostly for the millionaires. The millionaires have reaped tons of rewards because of that. And when you cut taxes, you're cutting your income. Well, when you want more money for the military, which also benefits the wealthy, by the way, when you want more money for uh, the fossil fuel companies, you know, we've got to subsidize them, which is also my term for corporate welfare. How about that? Is that a social service net? Huh? Social safety net for the oil companies that are already making huge profits and we're subsidizing them? Anyway, um, yeah, they don't want the millionaires to put in anything. That's off the table when it comes to what the Republicans want. They want it on the backs of everybody else. Why are veterans, why are, why are middle-class Americans, working-class, poor people, all of you folks that live in red states, that live in poverty, you're voting for Republicans? Are you nuts? Stop voting for these people. Vote them out. Maybe things will get better for you. You've already had them for how many years now? If they haven't been able to make your lives better, they're not going to do it. Get rid of them. Vote them all out and let somebody come in that actually might make your life better. So the bottom line is the Republicans are the ones that are pushing for a default. They actually want a default. They think it would be fun. They think it would hurt Biden and the Democrats. They think Americans are stupid and they're not going to realize the reason that we have a problem right now is because the Republicans have cut our income too many times for their millionaire friends. And then they don't want their millionaire friends to pay their fair share. So they're going to throw the country into default. And they think that Americans are going to run out and vote a bunch of Republicans in and reward them for their bad behavior. The same people, by the way, who tried to stage a coup in 2021. They think everybody's forgotten about that. McCarthy uh, has also said that uh, forcing people who might not be able to get a job because of a physical or an emotional issue or uh, because they um, have responsibilities uh, like taking care of children. Childcare is like hugely expensive these days, incredibly expensive. How is anybody on minimum wage or even, even if you make twice minimum wage, how are you supposed to pay for childcare? Or if you've got an elderly parent that you have to take care of or an elderly family member who needs your help. How are you supposed to go get a job? You know, people that go out and work help the supply chain. And of course, let's not talk about the millions of undocumented immigrants that are within the borders of the United States right now who want to work. They are desperate. They need jobs. Because uh, uh, they don't want to threaten their ability to stay in the country. I saw that uh, construction areas down in Florida 
buildings that are under construction have nobody working on the job site because <laughs> that Nazi governor that you all have down there in Florida, Ron DeSantis, the Hitler wannabe, is, boy, he is just breaking every law that he possibly can. And y'all are letting him get away with it. I hear that you're losing people now. A lot of people are moving to Florida only to realize that they can't afford to live there. It's unreal. So there's a lot of people that want to come into the United States and work. Um, those people help the supply chain. Why don't you do something about the immigration situation and, and give these folks the opportunity to come into the country and work? They do pay taxes with they, when they work and they do <laughs> spur the income. They buy things. They consume. They drive the economy to the tune of billions of dollars a year and you want to run them out? I would rather run out the Republicans and keep all the immigrants personally, because I think uh, it would be a better deal for the country. So, uh, yeah, that's the deal. That's the deal with the Republicans right now. If you get social security or if you depend on Medicare or Medicaid or SNAP, you ought to uh, have to work for it. Ignoring the fact, of course, that uh, Social Security and uh, Medicare, at the very least, you've already paid for it. And so did your employer when you were working. So now they want you to earn that money twice. America, get rid of the Republicans. They are killing the country. They are literally killing the country. It is time to send them all packing. Kick them to the curb. Tell them no more. Tell them you are fed up with it. If your life isn't good, it's not because of Democrats. It's more than likely because the Republicans want it that way. Stop voting for them. Yesterday, the Democrats in the House of Representatives brought to the floor an attempt to expel Representative George Santos from Congress. Now, Representative George Santos, as you may recall, is a Republican, and he represents the Long Island, New York area. And he has been plagued with scandal after scandal, after scandal, ever since he was elected. We should note that it wasn't, uh, what, just a week or so ago that Representative Santos pled guilty to fraud charges in Brazil. He apparently used two checks that were stolen to buy, what, $1,300-some-odd dollars worth of 
merchandise, I guess, goods, ah. goods and or services. And this dates back years ago. So Brazil's been looking for this guy for a long time. So the Democrats decided that they'd had enough and they decided to bring a resolution to the floor that would force a vote to expel Santos from Congress. But the Republicans voted along party lines 221 to 204 to instead send this matter to the House Ethics Committee. The Democrats had seven who voted present, and uh, that included a couple of Democrats that were actually members of the House Ethics Panel, uh, and they voted present because they were trying to prevent someone from coming back later and screaming that there was a conflict of interest. <laughs> of course, why would they do that? The Republicans don't care about conflicts of interest. Look at the Republicans on the Supreme Court. So anyway, the uh, resolution was basically a one-sentence resolution. It was introduced Tuesday by California Representative Robert Garcia, and it was basically a symbolic resolution. Everybody expected that the resolution would probably fail, but it did force the House Republicans to go on record about their colleague that has been, um, like I said, scandal after scandal after scandal, and they don't feel that anything that he's done warrants removal from Congress, which means that the bar is really, really low to be a congressman, apparently, today, especially, well, mostly on the Republican side. If this guy were a Democrat, I don't think he would have ever been seated in Congress, or if he if he was, they would have had a resolution to remove him immediately. And if that had happened, if it had been a Democrat, you can bet every single Republican would have voted to expel him. So uh, anyway, uh, Representative uh, Robert Garcia said, uh, quote, he's already admitted to lying and defrauding. He is an embarrassment to the House and to the country. People want better from us, and they want honest and ethical government, end quote. Yeah, honest and ethical government. Is that such a big stretch for these people? Apparently it is. So, uh, at any rate, um, the deal is <laughs> the House Ethics Committee has already had a referral on Representative Santos that dates back to, I believe it was February the 9th, early, early in February. So let's see, February 9th, March, April, May. So they've already had an ethics investigation for three months. How long does it take to do one of these? It's only a two-year term, folks. Are you going to take the entire two years to investigate and then finally get to the point where it's like, oh, well, you know, he's only got a month left anyway, so we're just going to let it go. Really? How much are you guys being paid and you can't do better than this? 
Good grief. So Santos has had other members of his party um, tell him that he needs to resign. Uh, he faces 13 counts of criminal wrongdoing, including wire fraud, theft of public funds, money laundering, and making materially false statements to the House of Representatives. And uh, he has been indicted at this point. And, well, he should be. But, uh, what the heck? So, um, <laughs> um, U.S. Attorney uh, Brian Peace stated that, quote, this indictment seeks to hold Santos accountable for various alleged fraudulent schemes and brazen misrepresentations. Taken together, the allegations in the indictment charge Santos with relying on repeated dishonesty and deception to ascend to the halls of Congress and enrich himself. He used political contributions to line his pockets, unlawfully applied for unemployment benefits that should have gone to New Yorkers who had lost their jobs due to the pandemic, and lied to the House of Representatives, end quote. Santos appeared in court and was immediately bonded out with a $500,000 bond. Wonder who put up the money for that bond? <laughs> Unreal. And so the very next day after uh, Santos pled not guilty and bonded out, he had to appear remotely in a um, criminal court in Brazil. Um, so that he could um, basically confess to stealing checks to buy clothing and other goods in 2008. And uh, apparently had to pay about $5,000 or so in fines. So Santos has been punished. He has uh, voluntarily stepped down from his committee, which you have to wonder why he was put on a committee to begin with, because when he was placed on that committee, there were already an awful lot of things swirling around. <laughs> and let's face it, again, the reason that this is happening, this George Santos, is because of Speaker of the House, Republican Kevin McCarthy, he has such a very, very slim margin in the House. He can't afford to lose any Republicans. I think he's got four. If he loses Santos, he's down to three because that district in New York, uh, they're not going to put another Republican in. That will go back to the Democrats. So he will lose that seat. And he didn't want to do that because Kevin McCarthy puts himself first over and above and before everyone else. He's a bad man. Kevin McCarthy is a bad man. He's not an honest man. Um, there have been accusations that he's cheated on his wife. Um, he doesn't have much of a spine, apparently. And he's made a deal with the devil to get the speakership. 
Um, so the House Ethics Committee back in March did announce that it was opening a formal investigation to look into whether or not Santos, quote, engaged in unlawful activity, end quote, during his 2022 campaign. Well, he's now had formal charges filed. So chances are pretty good. He probably has engaged in unlawful activity. So um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, in my opinion, as much money as the American people spend on our government, and I'm talking about uh, representatives in Congress and Department of Justice and the CIA and the FBI and the Secret Service and all of that, we've seen some things happening in this country over the last two and a half years or so that really, really, really look like blatant abuses of the law and violations against our Constitution. And we're not seeing the people at the top, the people that are responsible, that planned it, coordinated it, and um, incited others to do their dirty deeds. We haven't seen a lot of those people being charged with things yet. And as much money as the American people are spending on all of this, I think that we all have a right to expect a little better service from our government. Justice delayed is justice denied, they say. And every day that goes by that people aren't charged is another day where people think, wow, maybe you can get away with this stuff. What kind of a message does it send to the American people and, and to younger people who are wondering, when is accountability coming to these folks, huh? Now, um, I will say that on Tuesday, Kevin McCarthy said that he wants to see the Ethics Committee move rapidly on this. He said that, uh, you know, everyone in America is able to have due process. And uh, he doesn't want to, uh, um, you know, doesn't want to uh, let it drag out. But the fact of the matter is that the Ethics Committee um, has already had this for 90 days. Plus, they're going on actually going on four months. So come on, guys, gals, let's get the show on the road, okay? Americans are tired of waiting for justice because you can be sure if just a regular citizen had done this kind of stuff that they would probably already be locked up at this point. They wouldn't be messing around with all of this stuff and probably couldn't come up with $500,000 bond to bail themselves out. So let's... Uh, um. Let's get the show on the road. It's it's time. It's time. I think that's about it for this episode. I'm going to wrap it up because I'm not sure that all of this stuff is recording and being saved. I'm using a different version of the software on my laptop, which I have never done before, never used this particular version before. So I'm not really sure 
typically enough. I'm not really sure what I'm doing with this stuff. At any rate, um, I want to apologize again that it's been a couple of days since I have released a podcast. I started this one, as I said, two days ago and had planned to get back to it and just didn't have time to do it. And when I did, it was late at night and I was tired and I thought, (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to put you through that. So uh, anyway, I am going to uh, see how this goes and try to get this published right away so that uh, you should be able to hear it on Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. I will just comment on one other thing. On Tuesday, there were elections and the democrats did really really well by the way the mayor of jacksonville florida which jacksonville i believe is the largest city in florida of course it's the capital so there's lots of government there the governor ron DeSantis, had endorsed the republican as the best person to be the mayor and guess what the Democrat one. I think uh, Republicans have held that mayor's office for a long time. Colorado Springs, which is very, very, very red, also voted in a Democrat for the mayor. And those two races, I think, are significant. And it just should continue to show and prove to the Republican Party that America is rejecting the Republican Party and its policies. The Republicans need to accept they have a very, very, very small minority of the people who are rabid Trumpers that will support Donald Trump, but most of them are not going to support anybody else. And they are so far off to the right that normal, old-school Republicans are offended by how crazy the parties become. Independents are moving away from the Republicans as well. Women are moving away because they're having their rights taken away from them. Really, Republicans? (laughs) You want women to die? because they have, uh, they're pregnant and they're having an issue with their pregnancy. Even though you know that the chances of the, the fetus surviving are almost zero, you want the woman to die along with the fetus? Really? That's the law in some of the states that are run by Republicans right now. Uh, young people that are registering to vote are seeing that the Republicans are doing nothing to protect the environment that they are going to inherit from us. What a bunch of bums we are for handing future generations a garbage environment full of toxic water, polluted air, and everything else. It's awful. Come on. Do you think they're going to vote for Republicans? The Republicans are the ones that don't want any of these things because they have a short They're short-sighted. They're only looking at right now. They're not looking at down the line, unless it's something that they can use to prove a point. We don't want to 
have the future generations burdened with this debt. The debt that they created by cutting taxes for millionaires. America, you gotta wake up, you gotta pay attention to what the Republicans are saying and pay attention to what they're actually doing and you gotta put the pieces of the puzzle together and starting immediately any election that comes up between now and November of 2024, you gotta vote these Republicans out, out, out. Send them packing. Eventually, they may get the message, but I fear they won't get the message until half of the Republicans in Congress are indicted for a seditious conspiracy or something, <laughs> among many other things, and uh, they lose their majorities pretty much everywhere. Maybe then they'll get the message that we don't want a country that's based on hate and discrimination and bigotry, and racism, and homophobia. You know, come on, we've got serious problems we all need to be working together to solve, and the Republicans are only concerned about dividing and condemning, uh, instilling fear in everybody, and we're not going to get anywhere with that. There's only one way to vote, in my opinion, and that is you got to vote for the Democrats. I'm not saying they're perfect. They do a lot of stupid things, too. They do a lot of things that I don't like, but they're not trying to kill democracy. And we've got to move the country back to a place where we actually have a little bit of patriotism. And I'm sorry, but when you attack the U.S. Capitol and cause millions of dollars of damage and smear feces on the wall and beat police officers to death, <laughs> that's not patriotic, okay? I'm going to let you go. Have a great afternoon, unless you have other plans. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. You have been very loyal for over a year now, and I very much appreciate that. And I hope to talk to you again really soon. Take care. Thank you for listening. I would be grateful to you if you'd subscribe and share this podcast to let your friends and family know about it. You can also find me on Twitter at Federal Andy, and I'd be really grateful if you would follow me. I usually follow back. Be happy, safe, and healthy, and I'll hopefully be talking to you again next week. Mm -hmm.